from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. College basketball starts today? Already underway, Joe. I'm not ready, man. I'm Baylor. Ready. Out the gates. But maybe you maybe you want to be ready. Duke, uh, Duke's the, the John Shire era officially begins tonight for the Blue Devils against Jacksonville. You can catch that game on Buzz Sports Radio. Pre-game starts at 5.30 tonight. Fishy, fishy, fishy line in that game. Yeah. 15 and a half. Why is that fishy? It seems like a decent line fishy. to me. Duke's missing two of their key guys I, tonight. I get that part of the equation. It's our okay. first ever game under John Shire. Yeah. At home. Yeah. Yes, Dennis. I say Duke women already played today. Oh, that's right. They beat A and T North Carolina A and T seventy seven fifty seven. I'm not even. I'm not ready for basketball yet, man. But I know some people are hyped because Carolina's got championship aspirations. Yes, they do. This upcoming season, I think NC State fans are. What would the vibe check be for the Wolfpack starting tonight? They play at eight o'clock tonight. Let's well, now listen. MJ Marsh, you gotta you gotta know you gotta watch Dennis's. Wolfpack fan short videos that he puts on the social media on the YouTube's go they check are, out nine 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 reflective the of yeah. the fan base now that they have a, a new shiny object basketball season hasn't started yet no no, no. <laughs> they they're they're talked themselves into like I've I've tried to tell them I All think right. Jack Clark and Jarkel Joyner okay, are going to okay. be very helpful for them basketball season started in Clemson by the way poor uh, poor Brad Brownell mm, it's officially basketball no, it season never starts basketball season never starts that's in Clemson. true. We got uh, Panther Talk coming your way at 6 o'clock tonight and then Monday Night Football between the Ravens and the Saints on the fan. That pregame for that starts at 7.30 this evening. Let's give you our hot and cold of the weekend. It's brought to you by Any Day Heating and Cooling, a family-owned company. What was your hot of the weekend, Joe? My hot of the weekend goes to SMU and Houston. They set a new NCAA single-game record for scoring in regulation. It was 77-63 was the final score, Joe. Uh, Tanner Mordecai, the quarterback for SMU, threw for seven Hmm. (laughs) touchdowns in the first half. Seven in the first half and nine in the game. My hot of the weekend goes to Dave Clawson. Wake Forest head football coach. Was hot, hot on the sideline oh. on Saturday for a variety of reasons. And look, I get it. Uh, there are some calls you probably want back. But then again, I also saw some things on the other end that were somewhat questionable, including a moment where one of Wake Forest players dragged their knee after taking the helmet off of MJ Morris across his face. Nothing was called on that. And then I guess NC State players got a little chippy at the end, waving bye-bye to Wake Forest and everything else. And after the game, Clawson was like, I, you know, officials got to get a hold, hold of that. Or, I don't know, tell your guys to get a handle on it. Because I, I, I am a little surprised that Wake Forest, as well coached as they are in the last two weeks, has had a little bit of a break. A little bit of a break. Yeah. I'll be curious to Listen, see how they recalibrate this upcoming weekend. You know um, what I think of Dave Clawson. Yeah. And you know the respect I have for him. And I still do believe he is the best, not only coach in the ACC, but in the country. Something happened. Uh, they were not prepared to play football on Saturday night against NC State, and I was I was floored. Mm-hmm. I was floored by that. Um, that doesn't take away anything that what NC State did, but the false start penalties, um, undisciplined, and you know, quite frankly, NC State stole their playbook. Was throwing the ball down the field, 
and Wake took them forever to start taking shots down the field. So I, I, it was almost like a out of body Freaky Friday experience. I, I had no idea what, what to make of it. Who's your cold of the weekend? All right. So normally, Joe, in high school athletics, when you see these lopsided scores, you think to yourself, "Man, that's terrible sportsmanship." And you know that there's one thing I care about. It is the sportsmanship and the youth. Mm-hmm. However, however, my cold after watching the highlights of West Toronto Prep. <laughs> they were down 96 to nothing at the half uh-huh. to IMG. Now, that's a pure money grab by West Toronto Prep uh-huh. to go play IMG. Did you see any of these highlights on your timeline? I did not see them. The no. center snapped every ball 14 yards over the quarterback's head. Then the quarterback maybe earmuffs this part. He they made Cam Newton in the Super Bowl. He made Cam Newton in the Super Bowl look aggressive huh. in terms of trying to jump on a loose ball. Now, how do you get to 96? Go watch some of these highlights. Like it wasn't like IMG was scoring. It was sabotage by West Toronto Prep getting the ball back and just snapping the ball into the oblivion and the quarterback just being like, "Nah, man. I I ain't get I'm not the one getting paid to be at this game." West Toronto prep is 96 to nothing in the first half. Mercifully, the game was called at the half. My cold of the weekend goes to Joe Giglio. Oh, no. I already know why. I'm going to get kicked out of the mafia. It's okay. You jumped on that Bills bandwagon hard. Because of my guy. Naheem Hines got traded to the Buffalo Bills. And you're like, this is it. It's the final piece. They are Super Bowl bound. All they needed was Naheem. I think because of and you. And for me to stay away. I think the Bills are 0 2 in the AFC East because of you. Think about that. The wait, Super Bowl contenders are 6 2 on the season, and they're 0 2 against the Jets get, and the Dolphins. Wait, why do I get blamed for the Dolphins game? Because you were actually on the Bills even then. Too. I know. Well, I was. So but. I think it's at this point when you double down, they had the shocker of shockers in losing to the Jets. I mean, I get the Jets defense is hey, good, man. but come on now. Put some respect on that Jets secondary. It's pretty good. No, we saw this last year during the regular season with Josh Allen. He'll yeah. have some of these hiccup games yeah. where he makes some strange throws and you're like, uh, is this the same guy? Uh, so they'll have to work that out. Yeah, so the, the Buffalo, but I, what's interesting is, the AFC East. Remember, they lost to the Jaguars last year with Herb. Look, the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills did a thing last year that I remember. Was it? Was it last year? Or a couple of years? No. When, when did they? When did uh, Bill Belichick just run the ball on the entire time? That was, was last year, year, right? In the wind, and everybody was dunking on Sean McDermott. Yep. And McDermott just made the, made the point. Hey, if you take away these. He didn't go full Jeff Bizdell. <laughs> I was gonna say he, he kind of did. He didn't go full Jeff Bizdell, the former Wake Forest basketball coach, who said, "Oh, you know, if you take thirty, if you take that thirty-point run off the board, we're in that right. game." But he he simply pointed out, "Look, we turn the ball over in the most, the worst places you could possibly turn the ball over." All right, if that doesn't happen, a little turnover luck goes our way. We beat the Bills, so that's why I relished what the Bills did to the Patriots in the postseason. Oh, yeah. Okay. Just scampered all over them. So I'm with you. Right now, the Bills seem to be kind of going through that weird. It, it's This is the conversation that takes place in the NFL right now. The Eagles are undefeated. The Bills are 6-2. and two. The Patriots, I'm sorry, the, the Chiefs are also, what are the Chiefs now? They are, I don't have the record in front of me. But the Chiefs are, you know, they don't have the key playmakers. So people wonder just how good they can be, yet they still find ways to win. But being undefeated, that you're the Eagles, and being the Bills doesn't make you 
the best team. The Eagles are not the best team because they're undefeated, is what I'm getting at here. Okay. The Bills are still Chiefs contenders. Chiefs are six and two. Six and two. Everybody's yeah. six and two. But yes. The Chiefs, the Chiefs and the Bills are still looked at as true contenders. The NFC is not what we thought it might be. I mean, for heaven's sake, you're having all sorts of teams just kind of fall. Look at look at the look at the the Green Bay Packers. How embarrassing is that for Aaron? Is Aaron Rodgers going to go on the Pat McAfee show on Tuesday and talk about how he has to crack the whip on himself? You know, maybe a little playing time has to go away because of your play. The wheel of excuses with with Aaron Rodgers is uh, it's pretty bad. losing some tread. Is Dan Campbell back though? Absolutely, our guy. Big win. Big win for Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions. Here's Dan Campbell, who's just the fantastic quote on the win. I'll be honest with you, I'm exhausted. So, like, I just, you know, I want to go home, put the feet up, drink a beer. He's not going to do one of those red eyes? He's not going to put No, because like, he's exhausted. You just have a beer, you go to sleep. Uh, okay, I'm just saying. Just saying. Maybe a little melatonin. To, to me, it just sounds like the guy just wants to keep on going. So maybe do Red Bull. No, Americano. no, no, no. All right, just, just saying. That's before the game. Fair enough. The- Jake, I'm getting worried. My house hunt's taking longer than expected. We've made so many offers and keep losing out. You could really use the JAG Advantage. Well, what's the JAG Advantage? The Jim Allen Group, number one real estate team in the state since 1996 with the largest inventory of home sites in the Triangle, 11,000. And they rep more than 65 communities. The Jim Allen Group? Oh, I get it. The JAG Advantage. Score with the Jim Allen Group at thejagadvantage.com. Equal housing opportunity. How is that even an answer? What? You're a strip guy? New York strip. That's my guy. That's that's my kind of steak. Okay. That's what I, I prefer. I can understand people who say filet. Filet mignon? Yeah, I can yeah. I get that. Yeah. Ribeye, there's a little bit of fat, there's a little bit more flavor there. I feel like the strip I, combines I, the I two. I get that. Yeah. You're steak. saying, given the choice, yeah, if you would go to a steakhouse, yes, you would order a strip steak, a New York strip, yes, over a fillet or a ribeye. Okay, so the ribeye is too much. All right, Cox, speak up at any time here. The, the, okay. the, he he's potentially a serial killer, and we didn't even realize it. What do mm-hmm. you What do you order? Like a normal person, what do you order? I would either order a fillet. If I'm feeling it, or a ribeye. See, the problem with with the filet mignon is that it is too lean for me. Mm. Lean? It's too yeah. lean. It's too lean. Okay, that's why you get a ribeye. No, ribeye's too damn big. I don't have room for all of that. So I go to the happy medium of the New York Strip, which has a good bit of marbling to it. And usually when you get to the end, you get a little Joe, bit of that fatty there. Joe. Joe. What? You are you're doing the thing right now where you're just being a contrarian I'm or not. to push my buttons. I am not. There, I like a New York strip. You, give it to me medium. Either medium get your rare. dad or get your wife on the phone right now to tell me that when you go to a steakhouse, this is what you order. I'll order a New York strip steak. If I went to Ruth's Chris right now, I'll get that New York strip steak. If we went to Angus Barn right now, I'll get that New York strip steak. What? Have, Dennis, have you ever met anyone in your life who would order a strip steak over a filet or a ribeye? Yeah. Is it you? No. Are you and Ovius in the same club? No. I usually go ribeye or top sirloin. Mm, I see. Top sirloin. Not bad. Yeah. Given the choice? 
I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I feel I'm, like filet mignon <laughs> is filet like, mignon is a fi- little too filet mignon lean. is like starter steak. <laughs> Given the choice, filet, filet mignon is is starter steak to me. That's like like my first Sony, the boombox. Right. It's my first steak. Is a filet mignon. Okay. It's a little too. You know, are you ordering that thing well too? No, no. <laughs> put no. some put some high fifty seven on that bad boy. Medium rare. <laughs> Keep the sauce away. You, I don't know what planet you're on right now. Okay. I'm going to try to process this. Well, I can't tell if you're doing the Bruce Springsteen thing to me right now. I, am I can't tell. See, what's going to say Porterhouse? Oh, yeah. My dad's a big Chateaubriand guy. Get the little uh, Bernays sauce that comes with it. Yeah. He's all about that. Totally get that. What's wrong with the strip steak? It's not like I'm, it's not like I'm going to a. It's not like I'm getting skirt steak. Oh, yeah. I might as well be. It's no. Not getting a, no. No, That's, it's not. This is, I think you're confusing your cuts of meat. I am definitely not. Okay. It's not like you're saying like, ah, oh, give me a nice London broil. Right. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> going, I am not going to, like, can I have your finest stew meat? Like, you might as I'm, well be if you're no, getting I'm a strip not. steak. No. Go look Go look at the pricing menu and you'll see where well, the strip meat steak. Meat is ridiculous right no, now. No, no, no. you go, why when this is you a great contest. A, when you go to a steakhouse, you will see these things usually ranked in order of price. The strip steak's usually one of the pricier meats, cuts of meat because of the marbling. I will just say. I find it unusual that mm. you would choose a strip steak. Well, I I think if we were to if if Family Feud style, if we were to poll 100 people, I would say on the top five answers on the board, yours would be fourth or fifth. All I'm saying is that you shouldn't judge somebody by what kind of meat they enjoy. That's all I'm saying. Well, I'm absolutely judging you because you're. I'm, I'm giving you a choice, is what I'm saying. Like, I totally get if you're like, hey, you know, can't afford whatever. Took, uh, I took this. I, I took Caleb to uh, Waffle House the other day for dinner, and I got that T-bone. Did you? Oh yeah, perfect. Yeah, which of course includes the strip. There you go. It does. Best of both worlds. We'll the it. other side is so much better. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll we'll take a quick break here, and I'll try to explain how it's even better when you put A1 on it. Let's get a little oh, double J. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding about the A1. Now, that was meant to bother Julio. Even yeah, though, I am, a, even though I am a fan of A1. No, no, no. Put I'm whatever. a fan of A1. I'm I, a fan of High 57. I don't care what you put on your food. I usually you don't put sauce on my steak. I just... Uh, I, again, I'm, I'm good slightly flabbergasted steak. right now. Put a little Montreal steak season if I'm doing it at home. There you go. That's good stuff. At least don't pull, pull Matt Patrick Mahomes and put ketchup on it. <sighs> well, I'd rather put ketchup on it compared to what Kirk Cousins, who was iced out this weekend, did that <laughs> one time when he looked like he was putting fresh kidneys on a grill. Uh-huh. It was like this bizarre marbled meat. I don't even know what that was. It looked like rocks. It looked like lava rocks on the... Uh... It definitely looked like he was expecting Hannibal Lecter to show up. <laughs> With fava beans and a Chianti. Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org slash nc. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. The Designery grand opening. We're scheduled to open May 16th. 
welcome to our grand opening party then. We're going to be catering some food. We're doing some giveaways. We have a VR headset, an Echo Show, some kitchen gadgets, and some fancy knives. 12 to 2 p.m. Please stop by our showroom, 3030 Wake Forest Road. That's The Designery at thedesignery.com. And we will take all steak eaters. What? What are you? What are you? You know how sometimes you tell me, because you know I get easily distracted. You do. So you tell me, you know, you got to moderate with with the Twitters. You do. But there are some times where we get into these disagreements, usually about, you know, tertiary items. Oh, boy. What did you there stu- are what so did you many, stumble and I'm, upon? I, so I had to open up the Twitter just to be like, all right, let's let's just figure out what's happening here. Uh-huh. Because normally, I you make my brain explode with some of these takes. And, of course, all of your burner accounts are out in full. Well, as a whole purveyor of beef of re- to restaurants, Joe Ovius is totally right. Yeah. Team Ovius, New York Strip, blah, 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 blah. I know blah. I'm right. And it's like, Joe, I've established who, that your food takes suck. Who are these no, people? Your food takes suck. Like you were the first person who didn't realize that mac and, there's gourmet mac and cheese. I proved you wrong with gourmet with what I, chicken tenders. Did we not talk no, about you, high end chicken tenders? You never proved me wrong. I did there prove are, you wrong on there that. There was like higher quality. Well, I tell you what. I tell you what. Next time I'm not no, here. I, well, yeah. Next time I'm oh, not wait, here. Are you about strip steak? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah. While I'm dodging a hurricane yeah. for my my brother's wedding. Yeah. So, yeah, because, of course, my brother's wedding is going to feature a hurricane coming through North Carolina, uh, through Florida. Regardless, you can you can talk all day, all day, every day about how strip steak apparently is ass to you. No, no, no. So, I didn't say that. I said it would not be my choice. Strip steak is typically. Over those other two. Strip steak. Cuts. Strip, strip steak. New York strip is traditionally viewed as the big happy medium, especially if it's properly cooked. Anyway. To the NFL, where the Indianapolis Colts... It's fairly amazing that you were able to get these people, rally them, without me even seeing you use your burner account. Yeah, well... It's impressive. Again, again your food takes are usually trash. Now, to... Speaking of trash, I think it's trash that the Indianapolis Colts decided, all right, we're going to fire Frank Reich. That's not the trash part. The trash part is that they're, Jeff Saturday is going to be the interim coach. Yes, that Jeff Saturday. The one that you watch on ESPN, the one who you might hear on the call with Jones Angel on the Tar Heel Radio Network, who was a consultant with the Indianapolis Colts, but they're going to elevate him to interim head coach? Is he calling plays? We know what Peyton Manning thinks about Jeff Saturday calling plays. Says, don't do it. Back in the day. Jonathan Jones, CBS Sports NFL Insider, joins us now on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. JJ, what's up, man? Man, um... You know, Jim Mercer is a wild one. He is. Um, I, I did not – listen, I'm not at all surprised that Frank Reich was fired, right? And I had written um, before, two two games ago, hey, seats are getting warm over there, and his future is going to depend on Sam Ellinger, right? But that that it's Jeff Saturday um, in the modern NFL is unheard of. Mm-hmm. The, to your point about Ursay being a bit of a wawa, I mean, he's the guy who went out there, looked at the cameras, and said, "Yeah, we got to get Daniel Snyder out of here, right?" Yeah, uh, the Washington Football Club uh, owner. So he's going to go by the beat of their own drum. But I find it odd that someone who seems to be aware enough of issues that make the NFL look bad, in the case of Daniel Snyder, is going to go ahead and light the fire again for NFL hiring practices where somebody who's completely unqualified to be an NFL head coach just got the job. You and I have as many qualifications to be the head coach of the Colts as Jeff Saturday does at this point. 
so he did coach high school football, which I have not done. Um, but he he has not coached uh, collegiately. Uh, he has not coached professionally. Uh, you have two coaches on staff. John Fox, who is a special assistant, has been the head coach of three teams. You have uh, Gus Bradley, the defensive coordinator, former head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. And obviously he thinks highly of Jeff Saturday here, right? And again, mm -hmm. unprecedented. Now, all those things said, Joe, you really touch on a topic of diverse hiring practices in the NFL and how it really shines a big bright light. And I've talked with people at the league office today, and I've talked with coaches, black coaches around the league today. It shines a huge light on the fact that we can have all of these, you know, diversity programs and accelerator programs and have black folks go and meet all the owners down in Atlanta. Yeah. And, and we can put in place that you have to interview 17 black men before you finally land on your head coach. Yeah. But when it comes time to actually decide that you're going to be about it, when it comes time to decide that here's who's going to lead our franchise, invariably, even though this league is 70% black in terms of the player pool and, and that there are plenty of qualified black candidates in the pipeline and even within your own building mm -hmm. that when you need a scapegoat, it's the offensive coordinator who's black who doesn't even call plays. And when you decide to hire somebody for the interim job with eight or nine games left and you're only two games out, that you go with somebody who's never even coached a position in college. Jonathan Jones, CBS Sports, joining us here on the OG on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. Double J isn't really just isn't this just this is just tanking to a new level. I mean, even even playing Ellinger is is tanking. I mean, he's not qualified to play in the NFL. Well, it, it could be tanking, right? But you know, Ellinger's in there right now because Matt Ryan, if he gets hurt significantly, seventeen million more dollars in next year's contract mm -hmm. is going to be guaranteed, right? He tears his ACL out there. You're really on the hook, and you already know that he's not your guy moving forward. So you're benching him, and you're going with your with okay. your best option. Now, but qualify that though. When you say you're on the hook, does that mean he counts towards the cap next year, or does that mean the Colts then owe him the money? So what happens right now is they already owe him. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but it's more than ten million dollars okay. next year, no matter what happens. Owe him, but not not counting him. towards the cap. Well, no, I mean, it will count towards the game. He, he would have a cap hit of that. However, okay. Okay. if he were to suffer an injury, that, that then another $17 million is triggered an injury guarantee. Okay. So now that's $17 million more against the cap. Okay. So you want to avoid that now that you know that he's a dud. Now, uh, listen, Ursay believes in just Saturday. And again, they're a game and a half behind the Tennessee Titans for first in the AFC South. They lost both games, so really they're two games out. And so it's not like the season's lost by any stretch of the imagination. And they've already won three and a half games, and you imagine you're going to win a couple more. So you're not getting that number one or number two overall pick. So you're in that weird purgatory. Um, and as we all know, certainly being in Pantherland, that's the worst place you can be in the NFL. Jonathan Jones, CBS Sports NFL Insider, joining us here on the OG alongside Joe Giglio. I'm Joe Ovias. Speaking of the Panthers, uh, I, I think that the Atlanta game broke them, and that's kind of what you saw unfold yesterday against the Bengals. And while a lot of people can respect Steve Wilkes, I certainly have a lot of respect for him, and he can you know do moves that are necessary like firing some more coordinators today. It's It was already a difficult enough ask 
to, for him to get the job full time. But I got to imagine that the and now that Frank Reich is available, that you know th- things are going to go in a different direction for David Tepper and what he might want to do with the uh, head coaching job. I, listen, I know that that there was a lot of optimism after uh, them getting that victory a couple weeks ago, of course, and they played Atlanta tough. And if DJ Moore and Stephen Sullivan keep their helmets on, maybe that's a victory for them. At the end of the, the day, though, when he took this job over, we were all saying that it was going to be next to impossible mm-hmm. for him to get the long-term job. In fact, David Tepper essentially said that, right? He had to do an incredible job to even be considered, he said. So now the fact that the bloom's a little bit off the rose, that the spark that, that was brought by Matt Rule getting out of the building and these players playing up for him, right? It's almost like the – you know, this isn't a very good roster. Um, you know, they, they have some good parts, especially on defense, but there are massive deficiencies. Then you trade away a healthy Christian McCaffrey, which was the right thing to do. And, like, I, I think that this Panthers team, especially against the Rams, are, are, you know, I, I felt like they were the, the mom. It's that urban legend where, like, you know, the child's trapped underneath the car and then the mom gets superhuman strength to lift the car up. That's what happened when they got Steve Wilkes in there, that like they actually thought they were better than what they were and are. And now we're starting to see just how good or bad they are. It's a very good way of putting it. Very, very good way of putting it. Also, I imagine Jonathan Jones, CBS Sports NFL Insider, joining us. We're not going to see Baker Mayfield the rest of the season because they don't want to move on that draft pick for the uh, the Cleveland Browns? Um, we could because that draft pick is going to be triggered at 70%. I haven't done the math, but I mean, ultimately, if you miss, you, you'd have to play a full 12 games in order to be right at 70% out of 17 games. And mm. so basically, whoever wants to do the math, he needs to miss more than five games of action. Yeah. And then that's not going to hit. But I'm fascinated to see what the Panthers ultimately do, because I can't imagine that they believe that any of these three guys um, should be the starter no. next year. And they will not be, but they do have to compete for who they want to be the backup in 2023. Uh, Jonathan Jones, CBS Sports, joining us here on the OGA. We can't go this long without asking you what everyone is talking about, Double J, and that is when will the Philadelphia Eagles lose a football game? Oh, my goodness. Will they lose a football game? They will. They will. They are are not 17-0 and good. Um, They are really good, and I think that they are going to – win the NFC regular season crown. They're going to be number one. Uh, they're going to have the home, uh, you know, the buy and all that stuff. But, you know, the Cowboys are going to play them tough. The Giants aren't just going to, you know, fall over. And they've been blessed with an easier schedule. And, you know, you guys, like, I was on, I was on the beat covering the Panthers in 2015, and they, they were the worst 7-0 and team in NFL history, right? They were the worst 11-0 yeah. team. In it. But it, it doesn't matter, right? But ultimately, yeah, they are going to lose. And if they wind up going 14-3 and three or 15-2, and two, that's really, really good. And I think that on a given Sunday that they can beat any NFL team there is, all that said, the Kansas City Chiefs are still, in my opinion, the best team in the NFL because they have the best player in the NFL in Patrick Mahomes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. What's up with the Josh Allen disrespect, man? Oh, that's no, that's no disrespect. No, I mean, I, there has to be just one. Bat, I, there's only one dude, right? right? Right. Right. I can't. I can't be like, oh no, that's my best friend. You know, like <laughs> all the all the women in my life. No, I have so many best friends. No, there, there, there is one best player in the NFL, and, and I 
I deeply respect Josh Allen, and it's <sighs> okay that that you know I don't have like four best men standing up there with me. I just yeah. have one, and then I have some groomsmen. Mm-hmm. Like Josh Allen to me is like that first groomsman. Okay. But my main homie, yeah, that's Patrick Mahomes. All right. All right. I wish the camera was on Gilio's yeah. face for that. He gets me sometimes. Oh man, Double I wish I, I would. I would have sent you a video clip of that because oh, it would have sent you. It would have sent you, JJ, Jonathan Jones, CBS Sports NFL Insider. We'll close on this. I'm I'm expecting Aaron Rodgers to go on the Pat McAfee show tomorrow and say that you know somebody might need to crack the whip on me. You know, I don't know. Playing time might might come at a premium now. You know, for Aaron Rodgers, this has gone terrible you know, for this guy, hasn't it? It it really has. It, it really has. I did not anticipate this, and it's gone from bad to worse because they're going to be without Romeo Dobbs for a little bit. Rashawn Gary, uh, he's out for the rest of the season with a knee, and so um, it's going to be really tough sledding for the Green Bay Packers. I'll tell you this, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are going to steal the headlines. Folks absolutely have to pay attention to the Minnesota Vikings, and I get it. It's Kirk Cousins, and you don't really know all that much about Kevin O'Connell, the head coach, and what they're doing that they are absolutely dominating situational football in a way that Minnesota Vikings never have before. And so when you have and when you are playing smart football, again, any given Sunday, you're going to have a leg up because that's where you win in the margin. I don't know, man. I don't think you can compete with Kirk Cousins looking out, looking looking like young gravy out there. It's it's a wrap. It is a wrap. You cannot beat you cannot beat young gravy Kirk Cousins. I did enjoy that, like, when he popped his shirt off, everybody's like, yo, he's kind of he's kind of jacked. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a professional football player. I think we got used to seeing Peyton Manning and Eli Manning. That's why when we see Kirk Cousins, we're like, whoa, hey now. All right, man. It's good talking to you. We'll talk to you Appreciate later. Appreciate you guys.